Hello, everybody. This is Stevie Ray, one half of the greatest tag team in all of professional wrestling. You are listening to WNS Podcast. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 190 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us in a few places, you like Stitcher, uh-huh. Beyond Pod, uh-huh. and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Follow Daniel. Don't be Daniel. Forget it. There you go. What? What? No. Don't oh. forget it. Continue to follow Tyler underscore A Bear on Twitter on the Twitter, and uh, we got to get to that million follower goal. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. I promise. Even if I have to make nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and sixty-seven accounts. Yeah, that is a lot. No, you can just make them all the same. It'd be fine. Now they'll know. Or I can make some, give them out to the public, and have them micromanage it. So how much you'll pay them? I'm not paying them. I'm not paying them to they follow you. They won't do it. So, uh, so welcome to the show. Got quite a bit to talk about. Got some feedback. Going to talk about raw hot topics. Lots of Q and A this week, as opposed to last week when we had zero. So um, zero. Lots to dive into. How you How you doing there, Tyler? All right. Yeah. <sighs> I think I'm getting sick. Oh, that's no fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did get a new mattress. Yes. So maybe it's something that you're having to get used to. Mm-hmm. And then you're also starting a, the Advocare Challenge diet challenge, thing. yes. Yeah. And it also could be because of the cold water that you were the recipient of over the course of the weekend for doing your ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. I did that um, in the middle of the day or the of the heat. There was, uh, it was really hot outside. So yeah. I didn't see your thing. Hey, we haven't been able to there. post it up online yet, um, but uh, I'm going to try He's and... He's got to get my uh, SD card, and he has a little thing he could put it into, and it'll, he could put it on his computer. Yeah, to transfer it over to my computer. Because I can't send it through an email. Is it a regular SD memory card, or is it like one of the little tiny little ones? Little small ones. Okay. So you have to find a little... I do. I have a converter okay, for good, it. Okay, good. So, uh, so yeah, so Tyler took it. I took it. Uh, when did I? When did that happen? Last Friday... Uh, Doug, have you been challenged? No, I don't really want to be there. Okay, so uh, don't want any ice water poured on your head. I mean, I don't. I I'm not trying to be like a killjoy. Like, I mean, it's all great that it's for charity. Mm-hmm. I don't mind donating some money. I just don't want to like. I don't need to like make a video about myself or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, so we both took the challenge, and then uh, it was a Friday night. We all got together, had a little uh game night, had some fun, which was fun. Played some WWE 2K14. Too far away from the mic. Yeah. Well, I mean, it carried and uh, it was able to pick up a little bit. But uh, but next time we'll have to get you guys uh, right up on it. So uh, had a lot of fun doing that. So if if you if you enjoy 
watching a couple people play video games and you feel like uh, checking us out on Twitch, you can find us at twitch.tv slash WNSpodcast. 2K15 is going to be here before you know it. Yes, it is. It's um, almost September right now. Yep. We're uh, one week away. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to be uh, getting it, getting uh, 2K15. I'm going to be already have it reserved and paid I off. I have not. I need to if I want to get Sting. Yeah. Just go and uh, put five bucks down or something. And, uh, Make sure you reserve it. But, I have yeah. uh, reserved Smash Brothers and Hyrule Warriors, but I don't nice. know when that's supposed to come out. Mm. I think Smash Brothers is fairly soon, yeah? For I don't know. Yes, I think. Uh, hmm. That's weird. So, um, Doug, are you going to be getting 2K15? Yeah, I'll, I'll end up getting it for sure. Nice. Are for you getting the it PS4. For, yeah, you're getting it for the PS4? Yeah. Cool. So, uh, I'll be getting it for the 360. So, Me too. Tyler, if you'd like to get it as well, we can uh, we can have some good game nights and yeah. uh, challenge one another. So it'll be fun on a bun. Fun on a bun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so yeah, uh, if you if you like checking out the video games that we've been posting on YouTube and all that, make sure to follow us on Twitch. Good stuff there. So time to dive Twitcher. into some feedback that we got from uh, Jeffrey uh, saying uh, in regards to Roman Reigns. Saying eight months is a long time. I think uh, Roman Reigns could be ready for Brock Lesnar at Mania. Part of me hates the fact that the champion isn't going to be at every pay per view. So, uh, so yeah. So one person responding to our discussion about Roman Reigns last week. I just don't. I don't know. I, I really don't see it in that time period. Yeah. How like I know they have that time period, but like how vicious Brock is, and it's like. Mm-hmm. You have to be, I guess, equally as vicious or even more. Yeah, and you have to have, you know, accountable feuds to go into that. But uh, but we'll dive on into where Roman Reigns is feuding at the moment in just a little bit. But uh, but yeah, uh, Doug, any thoughts on on that? I mean, I know we kind of pretty much covered it all last week. But. Uh, I mean, I don't disagree. I don't necessarily disagree with the thought that. Um, the thought of hating Brock not being on every single pay-per-view, mm-hmm. I think that's fine. I, I don't disagree with that, but I, it, it's cl- it's not a foolproof plan by any means. Putting the belt on him, I just I didn't I don't see an alternative. Um, the only other guy who feels like a true option besides Lesnar is Cena, which uh, Cena will undoubtedly hold the status quo like the numbers aren't going to drop below a certain whatever with Cena which is why he's always the default when they get in trouble but he also is at a plateau and the only way to break that plateau is to roll the dice a bit and um, you know Lesnar is not the roll of the dice but Lesnar is the setup for the roll of the dice Uh, Lesnar is the guy the the guy that is going to be the roll of the dice is going to conquer and get Mm -hmm. the, the springboard from but uh, in the meantime, I, I feel like it's as good of a shot as any as getting people to direct towards the network, which seems to be their business plan right now. So yeah, um, I don't. But I don't hate the. I mean, I don't disagree with him saying he hates the fact that the champ couldn't be, you know, on every pay per view. Right. I, I mean, I, I I can totally sympathize with that. I mean, but I mean, this is where we are right now. So mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to do either you know call it what you want a discussion or a debate. Um, about the network, John Cena and Brock Lesnar, um, before we dive into Raw, because you know honestly, I was kind of tuning out of Raw. Uh, I wasn't really into it as much as I have been in the past. Um, but I'd like to talk about this, about future plans for 
uh, John Cena and Brock Lesnar. So obviously they're going to have their match at Night of Champions. That has been confirmed. Um, you know, and they're going to try and get people to buy into the network in order to watch it. Um, you know, there's talks about having Lesnar hold the title until Mania. Uh, you know, and they're and they're really going with the you know, despite all the beatings that that John Cena took from his match with Brock Lesnar, uh, he he never gave up. He kept fighting. So, how would you feel if they decided to make you know, this a either submission match or an I quit match. Um, do you think that would bring more viewers in to say there's no way they're going to have, you know, Cena tap out or say I quit, or there's no way they're going to drop the title back to Cena so quickly? I don't think you need to do that. Yeah. I don't think that, because um, I think you paint yourself into a corner with that. Mm-hmm. I don't think need, I don't think Cena needs to tap out. Uh, he he took his beating. I mean, <clears throat> I mean that was that was him playing ball, and that's mm-hmm. uh, Lesnar. I mean, I just don't see the value in it. I think you, I don't see the value. You've taken what you've needed from Cena to propel the story forward, mm-hmm. and I think that's fair. I don't think it's all about Brock killing Cena the whole time. And I don't, right. Um, but I mean, as far as like. But if you put that stip on a match, then you either have to make Cena tap, which goes against what he stands for, which I don't think is a smart thing to do. I know people are like, yeah, let's see him give up. I mean, I think that's a bunch of, like, fanboy masturbatory, like, <laughs> bullshit. That they're like, you know, huh. I, 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 Cena Cena did business. Cena fucking took an ass whooping, and right. that's, all, that's all he fucking needs to do. Mm-hmm. All that other bullshit those people are yelling about, will he do it again? He doesn't need to do it again. It would be stupid to do it again. To do it again, he doesn't have to, uh, and he shouldn't. I mean, the second, like, why would you do? Brock's whole like reign shouldn't be him killing everybody. It's sort of like he Lesnar proved his point. He showed that he's capable of doing it, and he's showing that he, he's shown that he's willing to do it. And that's in mm-hmm. your mind, and that's all you need. Every match that Lesnar has doesn't have to be him killing him. And he didn't. All the people in the past, he didn't kill them, like no. he did this Cena. So. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see the value in it. I mean, like you, because if you put that stip, you either have to beat Brock or you have to make Cena tap out. And why, why does Cena need to tap to propel the story? And why would you take the belt off Lesnar at this point? Right. I mean, you know, that's. I mean, that's why I wanted to talk to you, talk about this particular subject because you know, I feel like the only way you can step up the game is if. You know, Cena shows us the side that we haven't seen. You know, which he started to show it a little bit on Raw. You know, he he had that aggression back, um, rather than just going through the motions. Like he was, you know, there to inflict pain. And so, you know, I think you can you you know they could pull it off with a traditional one-on-one matchup. But I would like to see sort of a hybrid between the match that we saw at SummerSlam and the match that we saw at Extreme Rules back in 2012. Like you know, what? Sort of just an anything goes, just all-out war. You know, Cena gets his offense, Lesnar gets his, but Lesnar being, you know, the conqueror, gets the upper hand, says, you know, I'm, I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to beat you until you can't take it anymore. Uh, you know, and that's why I think, like, maybe... I don't want to say I don't want to say let them have an I quit match or a submission match, but 
you know, I don't know. Or maybe the ref stops it for Cena. But I don't know. I, I, I feel like... See, I, I disagree entirely with anybody saying anything close to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Lesnar has decimated him last last pay-per-view. He decimated him. The match before, Cena won on a lucky punch with a chain on his wrist. Mm-hmm. Brock pretty much whooped his ass there, too. This is where you do the competitive match, where they have they just have a good WWE-style main event. Now, maybe it's aggressive. Maybe there's some emotions tied. Maybe you see some intensity there. But they don't have to do anything, in my opinion, outside of the box, other than have a good competitive match with each other. I don't think... Mm-hmm. I don't think Lesnar should destroy him. I don't think Lesnar needs to destroy him this time. It's there. It's already been shown to you. That's all you need. Like, this is where Cena, like, Cena's given all he needs to give. Like, Cena has to still be, like, of value in other places. So they just have a competitive match that Lesnar wins. Cena doesn't have to tap. Cena doesn't have to pass out. Cena doesn't have to have someone throw the talent for him. Cena doesn't have to have the ref stop it. Brock just needs to pin him clean. That's it. They have a competitive match. That's a, they have a good competitive match, and Lesnar goes over clean. That's all you need. Cena's given what he needs to give. This idea that people think Cena has to give some more, I think, is flawed because, like, Cena has to have some more to give to someone else or mm-hmm. to to plug in other places. Well, I just feel like you know, if you were to do this, you know, if you know, if we went just a traditional one on one match, it would almost negate what happened at SummerSlam, saying, okay. You know, Lesnar caught me off guard, but this time I'm ready. I was like, well, you know, that's fine and dandy, but... But that's just what he says. It's not how it goes down. Right. But, you know, I feel like... Well, obviously, you know, Cena can't win this matchup. I mean, he can for all, you know, purposes. They he, could, should, he shouldn't. Right. He should not win, end up winning this match. So, what should they do if... Okay, if they're building towards Roman Reigns being the next guy... You need to have there be no hope in the WWE until Roman Reigns steps up. You know? Well, I mean, I agree with that, but I don't think that... I don't think that the quote-unquote, like, no hope in the WWE is that he he does to everybody what he does to Cena. You know that scene in Star Wars where they shoot the fucking cannon and they blow up the planet? Yeah. Well, like, that's what already happened. <laughs> like in, in Star Wars, if they do it again, <laughs> well, like in Star Wars, if they said, "See how easy that was," and now we just blow up all the planets, that's not a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they showed you that they can blow up a planet. That means they have the capability of doing it. They showed you that they can blow up a planet. That means they have the will and the intent to do it. So it's already in your mind. So there, you already know the stakes. So the rest of the movie isn't them blowing up all the planets. It's that, right. that they are capable of it and they're willing to do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, you still got to have some resistance from the good guys. You know, right. like they got. It, I, I think it is flawed for anyone to think that Lesnar should do to everybody, all of his opponents, what he did to Cena. Right, it, it's just that one time that it counts. I'm not, I'm not saying have SummerSlam Part Two where it's just Lesnar 100 percent or 97 percent or whatever. You know, have it a good back and forth, but have Lesnar just be merciless in what he's doing. You know, like, let, yeah, let him get caught up in a couple of things or, you know, Cena gets the upper hand for a while. But what I'm saying is, like, the mentality that I'm in right now is that they're already, they were already willing to take away the Undertaker's streak, which is something people thought they would never in a million years do unless it was, you know, for, you know, the next big guy or something like that. Right. 
Never in a million years would they break the Undertaker streak. Never in a million years would John Cena tap out and well, say, I can't take it anymore. Well, he didn't. Huh? We didn't. Have. Right. But that's what I'm saying. If if they're willing to un- beat you know beat the Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania, who's to say they're not going to have Cena tap out? Because you know on Raw they're questioning John Cena. Is it time for him to hang it up? I know they've been doing this for a long time. They've been oh you know maybe he's reached the pinnacle of his career and it's not going to get any further. Maybe he needs to start thinking about it. But I'm not I'm not saying that they wouldn't or I'm not saying like we would never see it. I'm saying that we don't need to see it. I'm saying what happened at SummerSlam is as good as a tap belt. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I think it's better almost in a way, in a way I think it's better because it keeps, it keeps, it makes Brock look as much of a killer as he can. And Cena holds as much credibility as he can. He like, he just wasn't good enough to get the job done. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be, he doesn't have to be a quitter. I mean, he could just be like, you know, the top, the the best there was, wasn't good enough to get the job done. Right. He doesn't have to like collapse on everything he stands for. Right. No, I you know I get that, but where I'm at from from what I saw on Raw with the video packages that Brock has, you know, they were saying you know Lesnar took his time. He felt merciful and decided I'm just going to give you an F5. You lay down. That's it. But he kept fighting. He kept fighting, and so we had to punish him some more. We punished him some more. He still wouldn't kick out. Okay, let's do some more. Whereas I feel like for Night of Champions, they're just, he's just going to unleash himself, saying, I'm going to do whatever it takes to break you. Like, well, I'm the, not going to stop until you are, have been beaten. That was that was great heel speak, but it's not the truth. It's just the spin that the, right. the tough guys... He could, if he could have actually put Cena away with the first one, he would have just put him away with the first one. He's putting the positive spin that he's the beast. It yeah. actually took him that long to beat Cena, just because that's just the spin he's saying to look more awesome. Like, right. it doesn't actually mean that he, if he could have beat Cena in three seconds, the first three seconds, he would have beat Cena in the first three seconds. Right. So, like, I, I don't understand. Like, it's not that, it's not that they need to tell. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's not that they need to tell or show that. It's just like him, like running off at the mouth. He's like, right. Yo, yeah. Well, I, I would have beat him sooner, but like, well, if you go back and watch, if, you know, I mean, if you go back and rewatch the match. Lesnar only did two pin attempts, the one within the first 30 seconds or first 45 seconds or whatever, and then the end. So it's sort of one of those, at any point in time, I could have ended it, but you wanted to keep fighting, so I decided to punish you some more. Yeah, but I, th- I just think that's what that's what tough guys say. Like, yeah. I mean, like that's what if I was Brock Lesnar, that's what I would say. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what makes him such a good villain. That's what makes him so yeah. badass. Uh, I don't know. I just, I feel I don't like... Think, like, a villain doesn't actually have to speak the truth. He just has to believe that it's true. You know what right. I mean? I don't know. I just feel like, you know, what what can they do to not... They don't They don't have to top what we've seen from Extreme Rules and, and SummerSlam, but I almost feel like they need to. I think it's a mistake. I think this is where you have this is the rubber match. Um, Brock pretty Brock had seventy five percent or eighty percent of their first match. He had ninety five of the second match. I think this is the rubber match. I think this is a good competitive match. That Brock, yeah. Brock wins clean, but I don't think you have to do anything dramatic. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a good match okay. with some intensity. I think you build the story like I think you're trying to build. 
I think what they need to do is build doubt. Now, which doubt are they trying to build? I think it goes, what's the general consensus? Do do most people think it's a shoo-in that Cena can't win now, or do most people think it's a shoo-in that, that he'll regain it because he's Cena? Right. I don't think... I, I don't know. I think I think a lot of, like, people, like, our age and stuff like that think it's, like, there's no way that he could win, right? Like, it, right. it would be stupid to put the belt on him, so you would want to build doubt that he could win. You'd want to... But if they think that the general consensus is that people think he's going to win, that you want to be build doubt. That he, you just want to build doubt, right? You, right? you don't want it to be so predictable. But and that's, and that's why on Raw, you know, in his match with Bray Wyatt, like I said, he, he showed that aggressiveness. Be like, okay, you know, I, you know, I knew I was in for a fight, but I didn't realize He's you know, probably going to keep on showing that intensity like the whole... And he needs to. Until, like, he needs to show yeah. this, this aggression. Um I mean, Tyler, where do you stand on all this? What, what are your thoughts? Like, what, what do you think that we should see uh, for for Night of Champions? And for you know, they they could come out tonight and say it's just going to be a traditional one on one match, and I would be totally fine with it. Uh, you know, I know these two guys are going to put on a great match regardless, but I I personally feel like there needs to be a little bit more on the line this time around. Uh, I agree with Doug. Yeah. Um, I don't see them doing another match like uh, this past pay-per-view or what was it? The Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. Um, that's too close to those types of matches and stuff. I would like to see, um, you know, like I said, build doubt and all that stuff. They can't do it, you know, throughout the, I mean, through the weeks before the pay-per-view. And um, just... Uh, let Brock beat his ass for a little bit, but you know he'll come back. But just a one-on-one match, mm-hmm. not like just a beatdown. Okay, yeah, that's and I'm fine with that. Um, I just feel like at the end we need to have something to really have the fans talking because it's going to be okay. Cena, you know, brought his A game. He got his ass handed to him. He stepped up his game, and it still wasn't enough. Well, but he not, could still do that without right being like. And you can, but what what do you think? Like network sales, I think I think that it would raise a bit of network sales. People would buy the network just to see that match, to see you know Cena either tapping out or giving up, doing something he said he would never do. Um, it would bring up some ratings for Raw. I know it would just be like a quick fix kind of thing, but I don't know. I I've, but you never know. Like well. I was about but to like say how, how much. I'm sorry. Go ahead. These days, if Cena tapped out, mm-hmm. people are not going to forget it. Yeah. Like I know this is a way different example in a different time period, but Undertaker mm-hmm. when he was American Badass, he tapped to Kurt Angle. Yeah. Whatever. But I know and people so did, like you and well, me, Cena. You know, we will remember that stuff. Yeah. Or whatever, well, Cena but, has tapped, and He's, they will never. Tapped. They'll go out of the way to make sure no one, if possible, could remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it's out there, but like they will never reference that. Yeah. Yeah. And Cena has tapped out. He tapped out to Kurt Angle uh, early in his career. Yeah, that was so. Uh, you know, but they're they're going with the stance that he doesn't give up. He's never surrendered or anything like that. <clears throat> so, you know. They broke the Undertaker streak. Why wouldn't? Why couldn't they do this? Because for what? Cena? Because what more do you need? The whole the the reason you're giving all this to Brock mm-hmm. is to make someone off of. Now you've given Brock the streak, and you've 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 got you've given Brock squash and Cena. Why does he need the tap on top of that? 
why is the streak in beating the holy fuck out of Cena not enough to be like, so the guy who beats them mm-hmm. is the guy who beat the guy who beat the fuck out of Cena and yeah. beat the guy who beat the streak? Like, why does, why does he need, like, why do you have to give him more when Cena could give that tap out to someone else down the line if they were going to play that? Like, you don't have to put all the eggs in the, in the Lesnar basket. He's, it's because, he's got the big eggs. It's <laughs> because I feel shiny. like they would never pull that trigger with anyone other than C- uh, with other anyone other than Lesnar. Maybe they don't. I mean, I don't think they. I don't think it's like a, you have to. I mean, we for the longest time we weren't even sure. Like the, I mean, I would have bet all the money I had that, that, that there was nobody in the company at this time who would have ended the streak. So it was right. not going to fucking happen. So yeah. Like I, I don't see the. I don't know. I don't see. The, and I would argue that there was no one he should have lost to. I still don't know that, that Lesnar was the right guy. I mean, right. it makes sense now that we know what they're doing with it, but mm-hmm. I still don't know if that's the right call. Like, even all this, in hindsight, I don't know if it's the right call. Right. So why give him everything and then if it... So what if... So what if you give Lesnar the streak, mm-hmm. you give him the Cena tap out, and then you give... Then you feed Lesnar to Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns falls on his fucking face. <laughs> so what was all that for? Yeah. I mean, it, it's a high, it's a high gamble, no doubt about that. But what kind of payoff would it be if it were to succeed? I don't think it's, I think it's marginal, marginal, the difference between giving him the tap out and what mm-hmm. he already has. I think it's like neg- negligible at, at best. The difference he's gotten all the big shiny mm-hmm. eggs in his basket. Okay, well, uh, let me let me <laughs> turn it a little bit. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, were you a big Hogan fan? What was the total Hulkamaniac as a kid? How did you feel when he turned heel? I was like, oh, that's fucked up. I don't know. Like, you don't know how to handle it. You feel like your heart was kind of ripped out a little bit? Sure. Okay. People are clamoring these days that in order to, quote, fix John Cena, it's time to turn him heel, right? I mean, that's what a lot of people have been saying for the past few years. Sure, I mean. Okay. So, essentially, all that would do is switch the fans. The people who booed him, all the adults who booed him would probably now cheer him because, oh, he finally turned heel, yeah. And all the kids would be devastated. The parents would be upset. You know, you upset my kid. So you're not going to do that. You want to keep the kids happy. You want to keep the parents happy. You want to keep sales good, right? Sure. So for this generation, they're not going to experience that feeling of their heart being ripped out by their hero what better way to have that happen now i'm not saying it has to but we felt it so i feel it's only necessary for for the wrestling game to evolve a bit and for the this youth generation to feel it now i'm not saying go out and like hurt a kid or anything like that but in the emotional storyline of following your hero on tv if he were to tap out, that would be the Hogan turn for them. They would talk about it. I remember when I watched that, dude. Oh my God, I can't. Be- I couldn't believe they did that. See, I don't know. I think you may be overselling the. I, yeah, I think, I'm totally overselling it. But I think there's a big difference between what like Hogan like first <laughs> decide like Hogan's first like bad guy attempt and Cena like losing a match in a but specific it, way. But it was a gamble. People were saying Hogan's character had gotten stale. Well, I'm not... I would argue for a long time, and I would probably still argue, unless you made a pretty convincing argument, that about the hill turn for Cena. I, I just don't think it's the same thing. I think it's... Mm-hmm. 
your motivation in turning Hogan is to freshen Hogan up. Right. Your motivation in Cena tapping out is to make Brock Lesnar look more bad. He looks plenty bad right now. (laughs) Well, yeah, no doubt about that. But it would also change Cena. He would have to, you know, he would have this mindset of, I did something I never thought I was going to do. You know, I can't guarantee that I'm never going to tap out again, but it would change his mindset a bit as well. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know where my head's going, but that's, you know, I feel like I feel like the WWE kind of needs something like that to... I think they need big fucking baby faces. I don't think yeah. you give up a baby face right now because you don't have anybody. I, I mean, you look, wouldn't give him up, but... You, if you turn him heel, I mean, like... No, 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 not turn him heel. I'm saying, like, have him tap. Then I don't... I don't know that they're capable of nuancing his character in that way just from a tap out. Mm. I don't think it's possible. I don't think they have the mindset to make that work. Mm. And so it's just a waste. The only, the only thing you would accomplish is making Brock look better, and he looks plenty bad in my opinion. Okay. <coughs> I have no problem with that. Like I, mean, I said, like, I just wanted to... I mean, if you're going to like make him doubt himself and turn heel, like maybe you would argue that. But I would still argue that... No, you wouldn't even have sure. to turn Cena heel after that. Like, he would just be... You know, he would have to change his mindset, saying, I'm not as indestructible as I once thought. I got to change my game up a little bit. I'm still about hustle, loyalty, and respect. All that. You know, you can still keep the fans happy, but give them that, <gasps> you know, moment. I don't think it's they can do. It. I don't think they could do it, and I wouldn't even understand myself how you would nuance that in this character. Mm. I don't know. I don't see the value in it. I like. It's not like I'm like, no, goddamn it, Cena can't tap. I'm <laughs> saying, I'm saying, show me the value in him tapping, and I will say okay to make him tap. Mm-hmm. But I don't see nothing you're saying to me adds value to it. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Uh, like I said, I wanted to just kind of. Talk the talk about it and see see what your thoughts were on it, uh, as well as yours, Tyler. Um, you know, I I that's just where my head's at right at the at the moment. Um, for those of you who are still still with us through this uh, through this lovely debate, uh, please chime in on this. We'd love to hear what you have to think about that as well. Uh, you know, if you're you know one way or the other, please let us know. But uh, but we did have Raw this past Monday. Uh, we kick things off with a uh, Hall of Fame panel featuring Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, and uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, all discussing what had happened to John Cena. Is it time for him to, you know, start thinking about, you know, hanging it up, um, so on and so forth? Uh, you have to start thinking about the health of your career and and all of that. Dude, um, they kept on showing us through the whole Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah, they like to they like to do that, but. Um, I don't know. I guess when it, if, if they're not having like a really hot show, and this show was not hot, uh, like the crowd was wasn't into it. Um, it just it was very off. But um, but yeah, um, HBK and Flair were more on the on the side of you know, hey, HB Shizzle. No, no HB Shizzle. Um, you know, they were both on the side of hey, Lesnar's the guy right now. I don't I don't know if it's wise for Cena to to go after him. Meanwhile, Hogan is you know. Uh, supporting Cena, um, thinking that he can he can still do it. So uh, that prompts John Cena to come out and say, "I'm you know getting tired of everyone saying what I need to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to you know have a match with Brock Lesnar at Night of Champions, and I'm going to kick his ass." So um, so what were your thoughts on the uh, on the opening segment there, Doug? Uh, I understand the uh, 
the attempt here is to continue to sell like the magnitude of what happened to Cena. Mm-hmm. And that's in theory what you want to do, but this is just such a fucked up weird way of like accomplishing that. I don't understand why <sighs> a guy gets beat severely. So what we decided to do about it is call on a panel of people to discuss <laughs> why and how and where he goes from here. It's very weird, right? Yes. I feel like there's something that you would do, like those panels they have before the pay-per-view. Yeah, this was definitely something they could have done during the pre-show. You know, instead of their superstars taping, have this on the (laughs) network or something. Well, I sort of, well, I guess if I had to guess as to why they would go about something in this way would be... We have these guys under a legends contract, so goddamn it, sometimes they have to come to work. <laughs> sometimes they gotta earn the paycheck. I don't know. Get your ass yeah. out there and just talk for a while. I don't care. But I think I I don't think it was as effective. Like what I would have rather have seen, and what I think would have been um, but more effective for me, and probably more effective for some other people. Just use Nate. Just use one guy. You don't need to trot them all out there. Yeah. Uh, Kick off Raw with Nate. He comes out into the ring. He says, "Look, I heard Cena say, or I heard it was announced Cena's gonna." invoke his rematch at Night of Champions. Mm-hmm. John, I know you're in the back. Let's come out here. I want to talk to you. Cena comes out visibly shaken. I think it would, yeah. it would have been helpful for the Cena to be solemn and serious like he was, but also make it make it clear that he's not 100%. Right. He goes out to the ring. I mean, Flair, like the reason you use Flair is because since Flair's been back with the company, every time you see these guys together, they're putting each other over. Mm-hmm. They're clearly buddies. They clearly respect each other. That's why you can do it. Right. Yeah. So Nate says, "Look, John, you're the franchise, no doubt, buddy. You you know we're you're the man. You're the man. But I know you're not 100. percent Yeah. Wait till you're 100 percent to to get to get back at Brock. And then and then just Cena says, "Look, you know, that's not my mo. Uh, like I don't wait to fight people. I'm here to fight and fuck all that noise anyway. He embarrassed <laughs> me. Mm-hmm. He embarrassed me. He embarrassed me in front of my crew." So I so I so I want my rematch. He embarrassed me. I don't wait. That's not my mo. That's not how I do shit. He embarrassed me. I want my rematch. He's clearly not 100 percent. Right. But he's clearly serious and focused. And I think we all agree that Cena's at his best when he's serious. Yes. <clears throat> he can. He can. I'm liking he, this raw a lot better. He can. <laughs> I mean, he can. He can. He can end on the same line that he that he even used. He's like. He's like fuck all that. He embarrassed me. I don't wait. I'm here to fight. And he's like, this time I'm not going to beat Brock Lesnar in a wrestling match. This time I'm going to beat Brock Lesnar's ass. Mm-hmm. They end just like they ended there, but you just use Nate and you have him call it out in that way. That works 100% better for me. Yeah. He, I would take he, that any day. He's clearly, not, he's clearly not 100%, but he's serious and he's saying, like, look, you know, the reason, the reason why I'm not, he's like, he fucking embarrassed me. Come mm-hmm. on. I want my rematch. It's like, name. He could even come out and said, you know, name any other matchup where you saw sixteen suplexes or something like that. You know, like I don't know, I don't know if it was just like the way he carried himself, the way he could have like sold a little more. He acted like nothing. He, all well, all that happened was that he lost a match. He well, wouldn't. yeah, he looked pissed off and he looked serious, but he didn't look visibly. Sh- I mean, uh, fatigued or or like physically shaken. Yeah, I get maybe necessarily know where you would throw tape on him or something i mean like that's a weird like you're not gonna like get him in a neck brace or anything right <laughs> and like plus ambrose recently had all the tape on the shoulders and stuff, yeah. so i don't know how you visibly paint the maybe paint. he's got the the, t- the tape on his ribs and we just can't see it or yeah, i mean i mean if he he just looks like he's a little bit less like you know sturdy like right. you know, whatever whatever just make it clear and then like 
I don't know. Like, I just think that works better for me. Like, I yeah. don't need a panel. I don't know why anybody in their right mind would think that's what you do when a guy loses. You call a panel to talk about it. <laughs> that's, the do, that's the thing they do now. I hope not. We don't need this. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the panel was very odd. But, um, you know, it got the point across that Cena is here to fight and he wants to beat Lesnar's ass. Uh, so that takes us into the uh, the first matchup. Uh, Rusev going up against uh, Jack Swagger. No Zeb Coulter um, still around. Um, you know, good back and forth match between these guys. They've, they've had some pretty good chemistry here as of late. Um, but Rusev ends up getting the victory after the ref stopped the match because uh, Swagger could not defend himself. He was just getting his ass handed to him. So, anything to really take away from it? Uh, well, I was fine with this until Rusev just decided to stop selling his leg or forgot that he was selling his leg. <laughs> he sold, like, halfway through the match, and then when they went through the uh, the finish of him, like, sinking in on the uh, the ribs or whatever, mm-hmm. he, like, he just quits. He was just, like, 100% putting all his weight, was, acting like nothing. He was pushing through the pain. That's what he was doing. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe he was, but when he pushed through the pain at the pay-per-view, he still hobbled a bit, yeah. so that's why it came <laughs> off a lot better there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, so Rusev ends up getting the victory after ref stoppage. Uh, backstage, Rusev was getting looking at, looked at by the, uh, by the medic, and Bo Dallas appeared and was like, you know, you, you let your country down again, you let yourself down again, and it's all because you didn't believe. That was later on, huh? No, it was, uh, it was right then. But uh, but he did, but they did uh, have a confrontation a little bit later uh, on. Okay, I didn't see that. But first. um, but yeah. So next up, we got to see Cesaro going up against RVD to determine the new number one contender for the U.S. title with uh, Sheamus at special commentary. Um, short matchup. Uh, I think it only went like four or five minutes. Cesaro ends up getting the victory, um, and I like that. You know, Cesaro is at least back on the winning side. Um, Actually, has something to do right now. Yeah, he's got something going for him now. He's got. It a, only took RVD to leave for, for him to be able to beat him. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, <laughs> oh, this um, is for. Is this uh, a, RVD's wrapping up this week for a while or whatever. Oh yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, Thor so, and Jericho's back. So right, Cesaro uh, ends up getting the victory. I like that he he was like looking at Sheamus and talking to Sheamus throughout the matchup. Um, you know, it it's kind of a callback to. The uh, SummerSlam panel for the uh, roster reveal because they had a lot of good going back and forth uh, between one another. Um, but you know we've we've seen these two have a few matches in the past, and uh, I don't think that they'll disappoint if they have a match at Night of Champions because I think that's where I think no, that's where it's, it's going to be good up. though. Oh yeah, I think it's going to be. I uh, want the title to be on Cesaro, but yeah. hey, you never know. We'll have to see. So uh, Doug, what what are your thoughts on uh, Cesaro becoming the new number one contender? Um. The match was fine. I mean, uh, there's not much to speak about. I like their, like, give and take after the match where Cesaro's kind of, like, getting in his face and sort of, like, dancing back and kind of putting up the old jukes <laughs> or whatever. Um, I don't know if this is a spot for him, but I don't know what the fuck else they're going to do with him right now. So. It's better than nothing. Sure. So uh, I think they'll, like like you guys said, I think they'll at least have a good match. Mm-hmm. So uh, next up we got to see some uh, Divas action. Paige going up against Natalia. Uh, and another... Fairly short matchup. Uh, Paige ends up getting the victory, and then AJ comes out and decides to play a little mind game, saying that she loves her and wants to give her a big old hug. So, uh, so yeah. I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts on this uh, AJ and Paige frenemies thing that's going on there, Doug? Uh, 
I don't know. It's not really my my style, but not my speed. I don't. It doesn't mean much to me. I don't. I just think it's kind of dumb. I don't know. <laughs> oh. They're playing huh? mind I mean, games or whatever. Because she, she did the crazy thing before, you know. Mm-hmm. But crazy thing while she's good. I guess. Yeah, they're both. I don't know. It's. I mean, it seems like AJ's starting to get the upper hand in the mind game sense, and. Paige is kind of like being thrown off about it because she was like, yeah. "Okay, I wasn't wasn't really expecting this kind of uh, reaction from you. I was hoping that you would have been weirded out, and now I'm being weirded out." So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see where it plays out. But uh, next up, we got to see uh, Seth. But like Rollins. The, my th- the reason why I think it's so dumb is though, would you just if someone was doing that to you, would you just sit there and look at them, or you would just like fucking punch them, right? Because that's, yeah. you guys are you guys fight, so why would you? But just... they're frenemies. But they're not. They're just. They're just. They're attempting to play mind games with each other. Like, tell me, get if the someone fuck was off doing me. that, I would just punch them in the face. Like, yeah. you're there to fight anyway. You know. Don't hug me. Fuck off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, next up, we got to see Seth Rollins and uh, Kane deliver a eulogy for Dean Ambrose because uh, he got his head put through some cinder blocks. Um, I can't believe he's gonna. That's so yeah. weird. That he's gonna be in a movie. It is. It's very strange. So, um, what movie? Uh, whatever WWE thing. Marine Lock, 5. Lockdown or something. I don't know. I don't know. This, the new Leprechaun really is Hornswoggle. The I can't, they showed the trailer, but they don't show him. Yeah. They just oh, show like a little hand or something. So, uh, yeah. So they gave a eulogy for Dean Ambrose, which is then broken up by Roman Reigns. Um, and Tyler, I know you said this before the show that you you called this. That uh, Roman Reigns was probably going to feud with Seth Rollins. Oh, was, I mean, I said, like, they're going to feud, and I guess they are going to feud, or it's just, well, to me, uh, it, it seems like they're going to feud for a little bit. Maybe just uh, some filler. Maybe, yeah. But I, I felt like it was going to happen. Yeah. I felt like they were setting up a tag match with the paper. All they were going to do. Rollins and Kane and. Yeah. I can see that Ambrose too. Ambrose and. Uh, uh, He's out for Rains. two months. Hey, there's a paper. I don't think he's out for two. Movie. I think he's just out for eight, eight months. A no. month. Well, I was gonna say, hey, there's still time, but you never know. Um, maybe they'll... maybe he won't be back in time. I don't know. Maybe not. Who it knows? It felt like they were setting up a tag there. Holla, holla. Now hold up a minute. Play a tag match. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I liked Rollins' mic work on there. I think I liked that he was saying, you know, I started this and I'm the one that killed the the shield and. You know, he was shouting at Roman Reigns as, you know, he was being dragged away by Kane going, I created you. And, you know, so he's kind of losing his mind a little bit. Speaking of losing minds, uh, Goldust and Stardust going up against the Usos uh, in a, you know, pretty good tag match. Um, the match ended in a uh, in a countout. And so uh, Goldust was unhappy about that, um, accusing the Usos of taking the cheap way out. You have the retaining the titles. You got the the cosmic key, give it to us. Yeah. So uh Goldust is, you know, demanding the restart of a match, but Usos are saying, No, man, look at my brother, his knees all banged up, he can't compete, and that causes Goldust and Stardust to attack the Usos, thus causing them to turn heel and turn evil. Um so what were y'all's thoughts on uh Goldust and Stardust? I guess that would make sense if they're gonna well, this is spoilers for later. If they're going to do a feud between the Wyatts and Big Show and Mark Henry or whatever, if they need another tag team to yeah. face the Usos. It's a good heel, a new heel team. 
I guess. Yeah. How about you, Doug? I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't don't even care. I'm really not into that tag team. Well, well, I'm not into. Let's say. Stop. Yeah, I'm not into Stardust. Yeah, I'm not into it either. Stop. I was more into it when it was Goldust and Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And they had the mixed music. Yeah. Oh. All right. So, um, I don't know. I guess we'll have to... We're probably going to see a Goldust and Stardust match at Night of Champions. So, uh, be on the lookout for that. Next up, we got to see a uh, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar video promo. Um, where, you know, like I said earlier, Brock Lesnar was talking about how he, you know, gave Cena the opportunity to to just lay down and... And give up the title, but he refused to. Uh, it, I mean, it, it was it was one of those sit down interviews that that they've done with him in the past. You know, that's that's his strong point. Don't have him speak live. Have him in a, have it be a controlled environment, um, and you know they'll deliver. And they certainly delivered here. Um, you know, the chemistry between Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar is just awesome. The uh, you know the promo video was great. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about it? Top notch. Yeah. Cool. Totally rad. So, so yeah, so good stuff. Uh next up we got to hey, see. Can we let's let's talk I want to talk about this meme I saw. It said and you know how I love to give the people who make memes a hard time. But the reason I give people <laughs> that make memes a hard time is because they don't think like what they're saying through. They just want to make like a quick thing that they think is real smart, but they didn't think about it from all sides mm-hmm. or whatever. And like the thing was it says like um uh, the Rock, there's like a picture of The Rock, says The Rock's back or whatever, and then there's a picture of a guy saying, fuck you, WWE, he's a part-time or whatever, <laughs> and then they say, there's a picture of Lesnar back right there, and there's like a guy just in all the rooms or whatever. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> true, like, uh, like, but the difference between that, what you put, and like, what actually happens is like, when Lesnar is on my TV... He's doing fucking totally awesome shit like that video thing where he looks like a total straight fucking murderer. How great of a villain is he right <laughs> and now? And then The Rock is telling 15-year-old dick jokes. That's why there's a fucking and singing difference. singing songs on a guitar. Right. Uh, right. That's why... Viciousness, uh, viciousness versus dick jokes. Yeah, I'm not saying... Technically, they're both part-timers, and technically, like, yeah, the difference is that Brock is fucking awesome when he's on yeah. TV. Like, he never disappoints me. <laughs> When's uh since Lesnar's been back? Can you name one fucking time he's disappointed you when he's on TV? No, because he's fucking awesome every time he's on. That's very true. I mean, you know, you can get a lot of leeway. Yes, technically he's still a part timer. Yes, they should probably like be working to get other guys over besides him because he doesn't have as much knowledge on him as some of these other guys. But if he's fucking, you're gonna get a lot more leeway from me if he's awesome every time. Like right, what it is is they're not. <laughs> Oversaturating the product, right? Sure. By having Brock Lesnar not on Raw every single week, day in and day out, week after week, month after month, year after year, whenever he's on, he is the focus. So you know, I know we brought it up in the past um, about I, doing sort of like a off season for some of the guys, you know? Yeah. Like have them have them have three months off or something like that, or sure. you know. Have them two weeks on, one week off, or I don't know, I don't know, um, not not to dive into that. But you know, when you see Cena every single week, you know, doing his his five signature moves that that he does, as well as Randy Orton who does his five signature moves, and Daniel Bryan and Cesaro, and you know, everyone, when you see the same thing 
for so long, you become sort of numb to it, to where every match is the same, and you know it just becomes a little bit too much. When Brock Lesnar shows up, you're like, oh, something's about to go down, because he wasn't there last week, wasn't there the week before, but he's here now. So something has caught his attention that's going to bring him here. Sure, and I don't, I don't disagree with anything that you just said, but even putting Brock right up against another part-timer like The Rock. Mm-hmm. The Rock, when The Rock came back the first time after when they, when Raw went over like 20 minutes that first yeah. time, and, I, and they were like, okay, it's cool. The Rock's back. That's that's pretty cool. It's good to see him. He's going to host. Right. And, okay, cool. Clearly, he can still talk. He can get people going, whatever. That was cool. Every other time I saw him after that, I was just like, oh, God, this is what he came mm-hmm. back to do? Like, God, just don't come back if you're going to be this one. Right. And, uh, you know, like the difference between that is every time I see Lesnar, it's like, oh, yeah, please come back and do that again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. But I, if he were to do it every single week, it would. It wouldn't be as effective. No, clearly not. Yeah. But he's still, I think he, the way he carries himself is still, he would be a lot fresher than a lot of guys. Though, still. Yeah. I don't know. I, this is, I side tangent. <laughs> tangent. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Ah, that's fine, but uh, but yeah. So um, but yeah, excellent, excellent promo video. Um, you know, WWE's production crew has always been a top notch. Uh, no matter what's going on in the product world, you can always expect the best from those guys. So uh, I'm always I'm always kind of bummed that those guys don't get very much recognition. I'm like, you know, because Raw has so many people that puts that show together, they never go credited. You know. I'm sure they get paid well enough. Um, yeah, I'm sure they do, but uh, you know, I feel like you know some of these some of the fans need to know who some of these people are. You know, putting on these things. Like, See, it, I don't know if I'd care personally. Like, as yeah. like I go to I go to work every day, and I work real fucking hard. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. But it, but what I do is not my passion. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where the disconnect is. If it was something I was passionate about, maybe if I was working really hard at my life's love, my life's work, then I would want people to know it was me. Right. But me, I just go fucking work hard, and I'm just glad when I get to go home. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who knows what I did. I just want a fucking paycheck. Right. So maybe if it's these guys' passion to do this shit, maybe they feel that way. Yeah. If it's just a paycheck, maybe they don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't know. And I'm sure, like, the Christmas parties and stuff like that, I'm sure that they do have something like that, a holiday party of some kind, you know, they that Vince probably does say, hey, I just sure. want to say a big thank you to everyone. Because... Damn, these guys, you know, for the past however many years they've been doing these things, have been just the top notch in the world of doing these. Um, so yeah, they, you know, they deserve credit. I think uh, Ultimate Warrior speech where he said, you know, I know a lot of people don't know who these people are, but they need to have, they deserve some recognition. Um, you know, just have a video on the person who's making the video. I don't know. That would be weird if he had to edit his own. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just uh, just great work from those guys. Um, so uh, so yeah. But next up, we got to see uh, Dolph Ziggler going up against uh, the Miz, or so we think. It's actually going to be Miz's stunt double, Damian Sandow, or Damian Mizdow, or however the hell they said it. Um, there seems to be no bottom level for. Damian Sandow, he just keeps going lower and lower and lower. Really, I kind of liked it. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was something they were going to run with. I, I thought like they could play it out where Miz is just sort of the mouthpiece, and mm-hmm. then like 
then Sandow just wrestles for the Miz. So it's technically he's like a manager. He's technically his manager, but they're playing it like that's my stunt double. So he's just wrestling for me, not right, like I'm yeah. not his boss or whatever. He's not wrestling he's in as place me. of me. He's just for me. Wrestling. Right, yeah, yeah. I liked when they walked out. They did the same thing. They pointed over there, pointed over there. They did this, and they had the smiles on their face. I thought they could have easily at least played it out for the month or whatever. Yeah. But like when he lost, he's like, you're fired. Like he said that on the mic. So I guess they're done with it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. I, I, I like the idea of. Of 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 Miz being such a cock that he won't even wrestle his own matches, <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I've got a guy who wrestles for me now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not for me, but in place of me. Yeah. You know? at least you know they they are taking this Hollywood stature to a to a level. You know, <clears throat> look, he's he's still not great, but they're no. fucking, they're fucking trying. They are trying. They're they're putting forth an effort. Right. You know, rolling out the red carpet for him. Or I love that little fucking. Weird thing that I guess Sandow wore this week—the <laughs> reverse hoodie yeah. or whatever. Yeah, whatever the fuck. That God, was. that's so weird. No, that thing that no one in their right mind would ever wear. <laughs> so stupid. But Dolph Ziggler ends up getting the win, and Miz cheers them on. And then we got some uh, some family family bonding time. Uh, Jerry Lawler invites Nikki and Bree into the ring to discuss I like how what happened. The whole the whole night it was presented. Lawler kept saying as if it was his own idea. He's like, "I'm gonna get to the water yeah. of this. I need to solve this this family thing." Damn it! Like, I'm gonna have my arms right around these girls and up close and personal. It's like Lawler, why are you so fucking invested yeah. in this shit? Puppies. Yeah. Back whenever I used to say puppies a lot. That could be your so, granddaughter. So Nikki and Bree decide to fight, and God, it was so bad. I'm sorry. I don't know if either of you guys liked it, but I thought this was god awful. I loved it. Nikki outshined Bree, no, but no, it was just awful. What no, I mean it, it wasn't. It was not very good. No, no. Get um, out of here, old man. Yeah, I give them credit for like it feels. I like that they're attempting to to like make the women a focus of the show in some way. It's just yeah. like the the women just. These particular women aren't that good. No, they're not. I mean, there are a lot of other people who they could have gotten to to do this angle. Not necessarily sister hates sister, but person A hates person B. Are they going to do like a total divas? John's going to be like, Nikki's like, you're being a bitch. That's all they're going to play this. You're being a bad person right now. Which I know you guys are so excited that total divas is going to be coming back soon. You and your girlfriend are going to watch it. My girlfriend is going to watch it. And yes, that is correct. No, not me. And you. Not me. So cute the way you deny it. <laughs> oh. No, we're not going to watch it. She might watch it. I will not. Um, that's you guys. That's the all segment. So, um, so yeah. I mean. We need to invite your girlfriend onto the show so she could talk to us. <laughs> Maybe. Nikki at least tried. Bree, on the other hand, I don't know what... The issue is. Look, I'm sure. I'm sure Bree tried too. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I get your say. I get what you're saying, but I'm sure they both tried. You're saying mm-hmm. Nikki tried. You're using evidence that Nikki, Nikki like raised her voice at certain points that she was trying. <laughs> That's tried, your argument. She tried harder. <laughs> you're like she talked louder yeah. and deeper at a certain point. The only thing that I could feel that it was while I was watching this, I'm like, I feel like. This is a tryout for theater or something. Like we're not we're not watching p- siblings in a wrestling ring. We're watching two people auditioning for a role on stage for a th- 
for like a musical or a theater where they have their speaking roles and they have to project so that the people in the back can hear. <laughs> and they're like, stop doing that, Bree. I, you've been holding me down from the beginning. Pause. Oh, that's so Tell No, to- you're wrong. Tyler, do you remember on the uh, first season of Total Divas where they had that lunch meeting for the movie they were supposed to be in or whatever? Can you imagine a movie where they're the leads? <laughs> <laughs> remember when they God. all they got in a fight because Nikki was late to the, the lunch meeting for their yeah. movie or whatever yeah. with their manager? I want, that's I'm the, movie the I evil see. diva. I'm the terrible sister what, that you don't like. I laugh at what you, you say because I've seen many plays and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it fits in, doesn't it? Yeah, that's why it clicks. It's like, that's funny, yeah. I mean, that's all I could think of. I'm like, they're auditioning for theater. Yeah. And they're doing it poorly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, just terrible delivery. I mean, if they, if I cared about it, then maybe, but. You do. I don't care about it. You're passionate about those women. You like those two ladies. The only ran- only reason I tolerate Bree is because she's married to Dean O'Brien. I thought you were gonna say the only reason I tolerate Bree is because of Bree mode. <laughs> God, which nothing happens. No, nothing happens, and she get anytime Bree mode happens, something happens to someone else. Yeah, like her sister turns on her, and other girls around and they fall, and their cookies are showing. This was so bad. Um, yeah. Anything else to take away from this segment? Can we move on? Okay, yeah. cool. All right, so next up we got to see Roman Reigns going up against Seth Rollins and Kane in a two-on-one handicap match. Um, this match ended in disqualification after Seth Rollins used the briefcase on Roman Reigns, causing Roman Reigns to get the victory. Anything to really take away from it? No? No? Okay. So, um, I don't know. I feel like uh, the, the, rest of, uh, the rest of Raw leading up to the main event was kind of just a filler kind of thing. Like it was wasn't really any rhyme or reason. All killer, no filler. That's right. So uh, we got to see Los Matadores going up against Doug's favorite new tag team, Slater Gator. So you even incorporated them into your WWE 2K14 stable. Had a few. Show enough. Had a few uh, people submit a name. None really set out. Wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Um. Come on, with a star-studded stable like that, <laughs> I need some fucking... Um, if people corner. didn't know what we're talking about, watch our video. Yeah. We play video games. Uh, Doug has a stable. Uh, don't, don't watch it. Tyler is a cheap, cheating fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no. That's it was not, all under no. protest, so none of it's uh-uh. going to count anyway. So. Oh, it counts. Uh, it counts. Uh, Slater Gator with Great Cully and John Cena. So. Yeah, so asking for a stable name. And uh, you guys weren't trying very hard. I'm, I'm just going to say it. I wasn't trying to remember. No, for no, the names. They, the, the people coming out with names for the stable. Well, see, I have a sneaking suspicion that, like, not everybody who comments on our Facebook page listens to our show. Correct. So those, <laughs> a lot of those, a lot of people that commented on our Facebook page when you posted that there asking for a name for the stable just took it as a chance to show off how internet cool they were to make fun of <laughs> to make fun. They, they, they don't they yeah, don't this will show them yeah they just they took it as a chance to be like oh those are stupid guys who they might even wrist. like my status what was one no no no, no, cool. no i mean like they're trying to sound like yeah. uh those your typical fans where they're just gonna shit on like yeah. guys who they perceive as sucking like they don't understand <laughs> like um <laughs> our love for slater or my love for slater gator 
<laughs> I'm coming around to Slater Gator. I'll be honest. Oh, uh, I thought he was going to say, yeah, I'm coming around to Slater Ga- Gator, Great Collie, and John Cena. All no, not at all. Stable. Slater Gator is okay stable in my book. book. I Slater. went through all those motherfuckers. <laughs> you cheated your fucking ass every no. fucking time, dude. You got <laughs> a fucker hit me in a belt twice. <laughs> Get your ass. Champs advantage. Too oh fucking bad. And second time Fuck I that hit, shit. Yeah, second time I hit fucking Heyman, which you didn't establish in the storyline that you guys were fucking friends. Don't forget the I handicap matches. My, we are friends. I created my fucking stable. You can't just be like, because it happens on the show, <laughs> then this is like how it happens here. We've Fuck. always been friends. No. Yes. Fuck that. Don't forget the That's handicap match that, that you numbers. won. The handicap match that you won. Two on one. You were the victor of the one. No, that's fucking bullshit. Listen, listen. Theodore Long was there, okay? I fucking know. Okay, we need to set some fucking ground rules <laughs> as far as we're not going to give this fly by the seat of our pants bullshit. We'll we're write gonna, down the rules. We're going to set a fucking some ground rules as far as who acts as the fucking GM when we're playing because that's, full bu- that's fucking bullshit. I went through how many handicap matches? <sighs> one. Three. One. One as Lesnar. I beat you with. Two as Henry. You threw a fucking you threw a fucking hissy fit because I hit a Lesnar with some steps, which you didn't establish <laughs> in a championship match. <laughs> yeah, so so fucking what? That's champs advantage, and you didn't. Oh my god! You didn't fucking establish why they would be friends. <laughs> you didn't establish. I told I told you guys point, but you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna add a manager. I told you guys I was making a stable, and I told He's you the Godfather that of my they're daughter. fucking together. What? What? No, you what? <laughs> some fucking horse shit. <laughs> So I'm taking we're going to continue this feud. Uh, yeah, we're going to establish soon. some rules. Yeah, I'm still going to go through that fucking, fucking stable. We are going to put some fucking ground rules yeah. there, aren't we? And I'm still going to go through that fucking stable like it was nothing. bullshit. <laughs> Beat that stable's ass. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Friday night? One man gang. Friday night fight? Uh, A night. I don't know if it, we'll have to see about Friday. Okay. You Maybe. off Monday? Yeah, are you off Monday? I am off Monday. Monday? Cool. Monday? Monday? You off Saturday? Monday. Uh, they forced me to work. It's supposed to be my long Damn. weekend. It's supposed to be my long weekend going into the holidays. It's supposed to have, have four-day weekend for me. They're forcing me because our people who are supposed to normal day off would be the holiday. They get preferential over. Uh, they get that day off uh, over the holiday people. So it switches my fucking Saturday. So they split my fucking weekend in half on me. Damn. I got to work Saturday. So you're off. You'll be off Sunday and Monday? Yeah. Okay. okay. Maybe we can sure. get. Maybe we can do yeah. something Sunday and Monday. <laughs> Sunday and or Monday. That'd be good. So, uh, so yeah, Los Matadores. Well, if we're going to do anything, we're going to sit down and we're going to make up some fucking hey, governing body fucking rules. <laughs> that's cool. We can do that. Still beat your ass. And um, I, all that bullshit's under protest anyway. <laughs> if you want to shut my title. No, 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 no. Your fucking title. <laughs> you fucking won the, the fucking bullshit fluke win you got. Oh, the, the, the three flake wins? All your fucking bullshit <laughs> So if you want to know what we're talking about, you need to go to WNS video and check out the Tyler versus Doug video that we put together. Um, he beat my ass for a while, then I beat his ass. It's some good storytelling, beat, at least. I'll tell you I that I beat much. your ass honorably in straight up fucking matches. <laughs> you fucking like oh my tipped off Daniel to give you a fucking decision, which <laughs> which we didn't even decide that fucking there's, he would have the power to make that there's fucking honor in, in taking, the first place. There's honor in taking a DQ loss? Yes. It's called motherfucking champs advantage. <laughs> It's yeah. called I'm tired. It's, it's, we're fucking playing mind games with that hoe. We were like, look, <laughs> you don't step to us that way. You think because you, your stable had the power, now your stable doesn't have the we power. We did have the fucking power. They lost the power. They did. 
because you beat uh, all of them. Allegedly, you beat all is, of them, uh, all four of them, continuously. Like I don't even. First, to be continued. First, you took out Slater Gator, a two-on-one handicap match. Then you took out Kali in a straight one-on-one match. Then you took out Cena with Kali in his corner. Yeah. Proud of you, man. Good stuff. Eat a dick. <laughs> 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 to be continued. Yeah. Round round two of that coming up soon, hopefully. So uh, Los Matadores end up getting the victory over Slater Gator. Um, I like the chemistry between Slater and uh, and Titus O'Neil. Well, I think the story that they're going to end up telling with these guys is uh, one, they're going to argue amongst themselves and lose in the meantime when they finally figure out how to work together and then we can expect some wins for them. So I'm not worried that they yeah. lost. Right. Because I don't think that's the story. But Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, Titus O'Neil's getting fucking good, guys. Mm. I know he was so easy to make fun of on NXT oh, with that make it a win bullshit and how awful it was. Dude, Maybe Titus O'Neil is getting pretty fucking good. Well, yeah. I liked him when he was part of... Uh, um, yeah, even Plotentown players he was getting yeah. good. But he's getting pretty good. I just find it kind of funny that, you know... He was so bad and now he's like pretty good. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I find it funny that he broke up the primetime players to go out on his own. And by going out on his own, he ends up back into a t- tag team. Yeah, but that that felt more like booking. Like they didn't yeah. know what to do with the guy. He's so getting like, pretty uh, good. You'll team up with him. I think he. I think he could do fine on on his own as a heel right now. Yeah, but I like them as a team. So making moves, making moves, making million dollar moves. So uh, yeah, Los Matadores end up getting the victory. So happy times for them. Um, be on the lookout for Slater Gator. Uh, next up, we got to see Bo Dallas going up against Kofi Kingston. Bo Dallas ends up getting the victory. Um, you know, saying, don't worry, Kofi, you didn't let the world down, or you didn't let your country down like Jack Swagger did. Uh, you just let yourself he down. He got jumped. But it's okay, because all you have to do is believe. And then, from out of nowhere, Jack Swagger attacks Bo Dallas and still selling the injured ribs. He so. hugged him and slammed him on the ground. So it looks like we might be having this as a feud. Um, Bo Dallas versus uh, Jack Swagger. Um, yes. Not really sure how I feel about that one, but... I guess we'll have to see what the future brings. So that takes us into the uh, the main event of the evening. John Cena going up against Bray Wyatt. And it is all Cena offense from the get-go. Um, shades of the SummerSlam match with Cena portraying the role of Brock Lesnar and Bray Wyatt portraying the role of John Cena. Um, well, I kind of thought that Cena was just going to dominate the whole match. Yeah. And and for a while it was. Yeah. Um, what kind of surprised me is that, you know, Bray, Bray Wyatt kind of gave the look like, oh my God, where am I? Like, what is happening? Rather than this is what I was trying to bring out of John Cena, you know, like he wasn't laughing, he wasn't doing anything. This was a straight up just but beat it down that from Cena. To me though, yeah, I don't know. I mean, his his forearms and stuff, Cena's uh, clotheslines are pretty devastating whenever he wants to. You know, lay yeah. into it. Um, so, I mean, good for Cena for doing that. The match ended in a disqualification after Harper and Rowan decided to intervene, uh, causing the disqualification. And then out of nowhere, here come Big Show and Mark Henry, who have, uh, apparently have a, a little feud going with with uh, Harper and Rowan. So, um, you know, the match ends. All six men are brawling, and we come back to an impromptu matchup. Uh, John Cena, Big Show, and Mark Henry going up against the Wyatt family. Um you know, not really a whole lot to take away from the matchup, but uh, Cena, Big Show, and Henry end up getting the victory. Anything to really take away? 
Uh, what I would have liked, I don't know why they decided to go with a three-way. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was. I a mean, tag I guess, match I guess, play, the, yeah. I guess they were making. I mean, not a three-way, but a um, you know, three-man three, tag yeah. match. Yeah, I guess because they wanted to make it a main event without giving a decisive victory. I would have rather have seen what I think would have worked better is a, a not one hundred percent Cena, but a like sort of like vicious Cena mm-hmm. who was not one hundred percent who. Who beat like? Who beat Bray the way they started to tell the story yeah. before they broke it down? Like I would have liked to seen him just like, like viciously beat him, hmm. not not in an underhanded way, but just in a like stay on top of him, like aggressive, like I'm not a hundred percent, but like I'm showing a different side of myself, kind of way. Right. I think that would have been the way to play it. I don't know why you need to break it down. It doesn't matter if he would have beat. Uh, Bray Wyatt in that way. All the shine has come off Bray Wyatt. I don't know anyone who's going to argue like he needed, I mean, who's going to argue like why you can't beat Bray Wyatt at this point. He's been beaten by everybody. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. So, I don't know. I would have rather seen Cena go over like pretty aggressively clean. Like, um, I don't know why you wouldn't do that here. Mm-hmm. So. Um, another thing they, they said towards the end of the Raw was um, highlight reel next week was yeah. Orton. Orton. So yeah. I guess since feuds are oh, moving or whatever, like mm-hmm. people are changing. I guess it's gonna be Orton and Jericho. Probably. Jesus Christ! Can you can you imagine the uninspired bullshit we're gonna get out of that? <laughs> Maybe we're gonna be talking about that. new predator technology. So um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so yeah, no no Jericho, no Orton, no authority on on Raw this past week. So um, I don't know. The crowd wasn't into it. I wasn't really into it. I mean, they had a couple moments, but other than that. Can't do it, man. I can't do it. I can't do it. I cannot watch Jericho Orton. It's going to be so fucking bad. It's going to be so uninspired and so bullshit. Because I guess they they moved on from Orton and... uh, Reigns. Reigns. Yep. Reigns got the win. Time to move on. Orton Jericho time. All right. Jericho's about to leave again anyway, I thought. Guess not. Or... I think they said he was going to be gone after Night of Champions okay. or something like that. Somewhere, somewhere around there. So, uh, so yeah. So, time to go into some hot topics <laughs> that we have. Um, the first bit of hot topics we have uh, it's being reported that Batista might not be returning to the WWE, quote, full-time anytime soon uh, due to the Hollywood success of Guardians of the Galaxy. Man. I mean, that makes sense, but it feels like they need him because once yeah. Cena, you're done with Cena's rematch, I don't know who the fuck you... You put it up against Brock. Yeah, I mean, you know, have maybe come come back part time, but as far I wouldn't as mind the, seeing Lesnar versus uh, Batista. Batista. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. We'll have to see what what they decide to do with him if if he uh, decides to return. So um, for those of you who have the WWE Network, uh, next week. Uh, they will be adding 100 hours of WCW Nitro. So uh, if you're a fan, if you were a fan of that, or if you weren't a fan and would like to check it out, now is your opportunity. It's going to be, I think, the first like 50 episodes available. So go and uh, go and check that. They're out. They're also going to do uh, what's it called too, right? Uh, the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be starting up pretty soon. I think next week as well. Um, and they also did a tease for a Beyond the Ring thing for the uh, for the Jeff Hardy. Uh, documentary, which is a little weird, seeing as how he's over at Impact at the moment. Is he but, done uh, with Impact? No, 
he and uh, he and Matt Hardy are teaming up right now. Matt's back with TNA. Yep. yep. So and he's done with ROH. Yep. So who knows what that means? Take take it and rumor away. I guess probably doesn't mean shit. Uh, yeah, I know. For those of you who have uh, iOS or Android or whatever app that you know you, you need to have in order to get it uh the wwe Supercard game is out now and uh from first-hand experience it is painfully addicting um i've been playing it Ow. i started playing it today um and i've probably put about five hours into it and uh it's it's quick to pick up really easy to, to learn the tactics um but my God, you will uh, burn hours away playing this uh, game. I can't do it, man. I'm scared. I lost a month of my life. To Marvel puzzle was. <laughs> I don't know if I can fucking touch this motherfucker. Nah, I wouldn't recommend it. If you, I mean, if you have that addictive personality and playing video games, always at your fingertips. <laughs> I, I mean, be forewarned because you're going to be spending a lot of time playing this game. And like I said, the game, the I showed Tyler. You know, you're, like, you're on the shitter for like three hours. Exactly. I'm done pooping, but I'm still in the toilet. (laughs) Like I I told Tyler, I started playing it. I was playing it, playing it, playing it, and then all of a sudden my- Were you shitting when you started? No, I was in in my office. Um, I was playing it. My phone says, hey, you've got 20% 20 battery left. And I look at the clock, and an hour and a half had gone by. I'm like, I've been sitting at my desk doing nothing but playing this game. And I showed Tyler how quickly you can go through a game. So, I mean, it takes zero time. Yeah. Um, he's I mean, beating that ass because he has uh, an epic. Uh, yeah. So uh, card. So yeah. So uh, if you're interested in checking out the game, just be forewarned. It, is it PvP or is it like all that fake people thing? It says it's player versus player. But, but you're like at that's the, bullshit. At the speed that I'm playing this game, there's no right. way that someone could that you're interacting. Right. Um, like maybe you're it'll playing like dummy like ghost people. Yeah. I mean maybe it'll it's saying, you know, this is their lineup and we've noticed a chain and how they play and you know this is I see like marvel puzzle quest they were acting like that was pvp too but i was like yeah. no fucking way this is not because it's going so fast right and or you can sit there however long you want before you play before you play your card sure so i don't know i think i think you probably not yeah probably what you said the go like ghost players right. Probably something like that, but um, you may be playing someone's deck, but you're not playing them. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah. So, but I mean, it's a fun game. Don't don't get me wrong. Uh, so at least check it out. But uh, other bit of hot topic news: uh, Kevin Steen officially reporting to the WWE training facility. So be on the. About the other guys. Um, Kenta's already been there, and uh, David is, is there as well, I believe. So, uh, so yeah, so be on the lookout. Uh, for those of you who have not heard, Stone Cold Steve Austin apparently teasing uh, a possible WrestleMania 32 match. That would um, be pretty cool. Teasing is kind of strong. He's kind of like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, you know, if he was like, I wouldn't want to do it in 31, even though it's in, you know, California, which is like two, mo- two hours away from where I live uh, now. But, uh, you know, there's talks that WrestleMania 32 is going to be in Dallas. Um, would love to, would love to have a match there, you know, so who knows? Time will tell. We'll have to see. Um, and for those of you who like watching SmackDown, uh, it is officially moving back to Thursdays, 
um, here in the near future. So be on the lookout for that announcement. Uh, there have already been trucks spotted and time slots online posted and all kinds of stuff. Uh, all we have to do now is just wait for the official announcement. Uh, and for those of you who are into Impact, it has been moved to Wednesday. So if you tuned in uh, last Thursday and did not catch Impact, that is why it has been moved to Wednesday. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. So time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question coming to us from our boy Thomas. Drop it low, son. Drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. Saying, hey, guys, finally, finally landed back down on Earth after getting the results I needed for uni and my media tour. Hey, he cut his hair. He L- did. Looks good, Thomas. Yeah, looking looks stylish. Cut so, it off. Cut it, cut it. Saying, but I have two questions for you this week. Firstly, in the preparation for moving to uni on September 21st, we've been advised to take at least one cherished item. So if you could save only one item during a fire from your house, what would it be and why? Well, that's kind of the real fucked up thing is like uh, the first apartment, the first time I like moved out alone, uh, or not alone, but like the first time I moved out, like in my parents' house. uh, Mm -hmm. I was living with this girl, and uh, we, I guess, the, like, the people below us, like, sort of had, like, a meth lab or something, and they caught our, like, thing on fire, and I lost, we both lost on the, you know, we both lost all our shit. Damn. So that's a real fucking thing that could happen to you. <laughs> so, yeah. So what would Fires be- could, could tear all your shit up. Yeah, for real. it's very possible. So, we'll, from... From that experience, what's the one thing that you would save or would have saved if you had the chance? I'm such like a fucking hoarder. Like, I don't know that I can pick something. I'm like, I feel like my life is ruined because I <laughs> all my shit is gone. I'm like, yeah. And plus, times were a little bit different. Stuff like pictures and stuff. It's all back, online now. Back then, like, you would have been like, you would have been fucked if you lost your pictures. The and baby photos. Right now, it's the... like on your fucking phone. And shit. Yeah. So, it's weird. I don't know that I can narrow it down to just one thing because I'm such like a fucking order like i want i like i felt like i was your entire movie collection yeah if wrestling I had to, collection yeah if i had to pick like one thing i'd feel like i lost everything still yeah I felt weird about it i don't know not that you would save your daniel bryan cardboard cutout Nah, i don't know i don't think that would be the thing i would pick oh i probably should get rid of that <laughs> probably not gonna be getting laid anytime soon with that oh. <laughs> <laughs> um here, I guess I would probably, like, I sort of have, like, a little box with, like, sentimental shit in it, like, notes, cards for yeah. people. Probably would take that uh, if I had to pick one thing. Okay. That kind of, yeah. I go with that. Good stuff. I guess it's not technically one object, but. A box containing personal items. Sure. There you go. I'll go with that. Okay. How about you, Tyler? I can't pick one. Your I'm just Samoa like Joe. Doug. I'm just like Doug. No, I'm, I'm probably, I don't know. I probably can't pick an item. When we evacuated Your for the hurricane. Chair. For the hurricane. I had to bring like all my video game systems. Yeah, uh, you would save your barber's chair or your. Yeah, there's like a shitload of stuff. There's like <laughs> you would save your Samoa Joe R Truth <clears throat> Raven action figure. Yeah, that actually might be worth some money. So, yeah, that definitely you can't go find that anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of a kind. Yeah, I'm assuming know, just like this. I've collected so much shit over the years. It's like, I want to take them all. And you can't, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't have room for everything, you know? I'm assuming that for this fire, my cell phone is already in my pocket. Yeah. As well as car keys and wallet. Uh, basically, if my apartment were on fire right <clears throat> now and I had everything that I normally have on me, 
with me. Um, I don't know. What would be the one thing I would want to save? Hmm. Maybe my laptop. That'd probably be it. Everything else is replaceable. But I have a lot of stuff that can't be replaced on, my, on that laptop. Your porno mags. All my porno mags, yeah. Well, I mean, those are going to burn, so don't worry about it. Um, I mean, just use porn on the internet. Yeah, you don't, you don't who reads these things anymore? anymore really? You know the internet is for porn. <laughs> the internet is for porn, for porn. Okay. So, uh, That's a song. I remember for porn. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So, probably my laptop, if anything. Um, it's just so hard, man. So hard. No, um, not, my dick. <laughs> not my dick, my, but the stuff to pick. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you can replace. So, you know, what's, to me, that's the thing, though. What's, the, stuff what's that's, the thing you can't live without, you know? That action figure is one thing, I yeah. feel like. But there's, like, so, I mean, it's a hassle to try to find a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you can get, I mean, I collect a lot of stuff, but there's also... It's like I could rebuild my music, or I'm not sorry, not music, my movie collection, but that would take a lot of time and a lot of money. Um, my, yeah, my video game collection or whatever. I mean, I also have like cards and like mm-hmm. action figures of like, and like they're signed by people too, you yeah. know? And I also have a lot of stuff that isn't in my apartment, but it's at my, mo- uh, my mom's house. Uh, like I have a uh, Super Bowl patch collection. Like, yeah. the official patch that they put on the jerseys, I have one yeah. of those. Like, I have a collection of that. Um, so, that would probably be the most valuable thing that I have. I'm not going to tell you. Sports corner! <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, I have, like... Um, I have, like, an old watch that was my great-grandfather's. Yeah, Maybe there I'd you go. keep that. See, I got, like, four or five big-ass binders of different cards from wrestling, yeah. Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like, that took years to collect, yeah. you know? Years. What about all your your sex toy collection? Sex toy collection, all your yes. dildos and yes. butt plugs, and butt plugs. Can't forget the loot. Pocket pussies. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, save the important things, right? <laughs> yes. So, Flashlight. Yeah. So, uh, so thanks for the question, Thomas. Secondly, Thomas says, in <laughs> save the, the flashlight. Yes, save the flashlight. Hashtag save the flashlight. Uh, secondly, in the preparation of moving out to uni, I've taken up baking and have uh, therefore been talking what? to what? talking to a lot of fellow upcoming students. Uh, all girls, I might add. Uh, there you go. Nice. <laughs> and we're talking about pocket pussy, so <laughs> he's out there getting the real deal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who are also interested in baking. And one discussion yeah, that, was, that wasn't about funny and sensitive. Uh, I am for being a guy who enjoys baking. Yeah, yeah boy. boy. Uh, we discussed a question I'll present to you. If you could invite invite five people, real, fictional, dead, alive, etc., to a dinner party... Who would it be? Why? And do you have any idea what you'd serve? Uh, pleased to be back in the WNS community. Keep up the fine work. What the fuck do you think he's baking? Cookies, bread, pot, ba- uh, brownies, pot bread. Uh, brownies. <laughs> Might need those at uni. Honestly, Thomas, that's baked chips. That's pretty fucking cool, right? It to to yeah. learn how to bake is really cool because if you're living by yourself, that's something that you need to do. Shit, I live um, by myself. I ain't fucking. I live by myself on this. Your average week, how many times out of seven days in the week, how many times do you think I eat out? All fucking seven. <laughs> you, know how, you know when's the last time I've been grocery shopping? I don't fucking know. <laughs> but You know how many times I had Taco Bell this week? A fucking lot. <laughs> but Thomas, that's, it's a good trait to have. 
because you know, whenever you meet that special lady and you know you want to cook dinner for, I think her it's totally rad. Like I'm just too yeah. lazy to do it. I would never fucking. Yeah, it's it's something that you got to make sure you have time to do. Um, <laughs> so bless you. He's, is but, he doing it like so? He can I bake from something. You think he's trying to play it against the lady? I think he's learning to one, be able to cook for himself, be able to take care for himself. That's overrated. You don't need that skill. And two, to make some female friends who's like, oh, come on over. We'll uh, we'll make a fondue and have some wine. That's not baking. That's like heating up some shit. Look. <laughs> okay, we'll make a cake and get drunk off her asses doing it. All right. And then I'll add the icing and. Let me know the conversion rate on that baking <laughs> shit because I may need to start. Okay, so uh, so dinner also, party. Oh, uh, good, good. I was gonna just go into into the actual question. Would you like to add anything? No, else? I was probably just gonna say more stupid shit. Okay, so dinner party. Five people, anyone in the world, alive, dead, real, fiction, whatever, fictional. Who would it be, and what would you make, or what would you have made? Well, no, ain't no fucking doubt we're, we're doing tacos and burritos. <laughs> ain't no fucking doubt about it. Ain't no thing. Uh, so five people, right? Five people. Andre the Giant, because he's fucking cool. He's Andre the Giant. Also, he knows how to party. He'd have to make a lot of extra burritos. I mean... Any dude who can put her put her put down about eighty something beers in a sitting, some <laughs> dude you want to party with, and who can make a beer can disappear in his hand. Sure, who the fuck doesn't want to have dinner with Andre the Giant? Come on. Um, I'm gonna say the cosmic beings count. Can I can I pick a fictional? It can be anyone. Yeah. It, I mean, he specified. Uh, people, real, fictional, dead or alive. All right, I'm gonna go with Ua, the recently deceased Uatu the Watcher from the Marvel Universe because that motherfucker's seen some shit. I want to know. <laughs> he got shot. <laughs> Spoiler alert from a series that's not finished yet. <laughs> Spoiler comes after the telling. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Andre Uatu mm-hmm. the Watcher. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Thor Birch as Enid from Ghost World. That's three. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to say Mr. Joe Sturmer, RIP of The Clash. Uh, that's four, right? Uh, anybody that off? You know what? My dad passed away seven years ago, and I think it'd be fucking cool to have get to have one more dinner with him. So I, I think I, I think I gotta save my dad for last week. Very cool, very nice. How about you, Tyler? Uh, I think the first one would be Thomas Lawson. Yeah. Because we need to meet that guy. He seems pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, test me, fell because we didn't pick him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but uh, he just passed. I don't know about you. Though. Um. I never met this guy, but um, I've been big into vines. But uh, a guy named Day Storm, mm-hmm. uh, he seems really cool. And he's hilarious. Uh, Daniel Bryan, because mm-hmm. I would like to hang out with that guy. You'd also have to alter your meal a little bit. You got to keep that in mind. Well, I will. S- I'll make something for him. Oh, okay. But everyone else can have meat. 
Veggie Burger. Veggie Burger. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the fictional characters, uh, the Doctor. Okay. Which, time traveler. Any any particular version? Because now there's like twelve of them now. Ten, eleven, or twelve. Okay. One of those. Uh, surprise me. Uh, how many is that? Three, four. That's four. Thomas, Vine, dude, Doctor, and Daniel Bryan. Okay. That's four. And. The fifth one, uh, it just popped in my head. I would like to meet Tom Green. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very interesting uh, dinner. I'll tell you that much for sure. What's the fucking wiener thing where he's like playing? Daddy, would you like, like some, some sausage? sausage? Ding! Daddy, would you like some sausage? Bum bum song. My bum uh, yeah. Yeah, we have veggie burgers and stuff for Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. and then uh, shitload of junk food. Yeah. <laughs> Pizza, tacos, burritos, hamburgers. Meat! Oh, dude, I just totally... Oh, I just thought of someone else I could invite. Okay, well, who would you take out to add them? Vine guy? No. No? Doctor? Yeah, I'll take the doctor out. <gasps> yeah, okay. I know. Harley from Epic Meal Time. He okay. Can help. He can help with the meals. Yeah, he could. Yeah. Add a lot of Jack Daniels meat Bacon. House. Sorry, Daniel, Brian. Bacon and bacon and bacon. bacon and bacon and bacon and bacon and bacon and bacon. So who's your final? Because you made some cuts at the end. I took the... Okay, so it, it is... Thomas. Thomas. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Tom Green. Tom Green. Vine Guy. Vine Guy. And Harley. Harley. From Epic Meal Time. Yeah. Okay. That's a cool one. Cool. Uh, let's see. I would do Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. I would do Vince McMahon. Just because I'd like to to chew the fat with him, so to so to speak. Um Let's see. Who would be a good actor that I could get? Samuel L. Jackson. I think it's Tom Cruise. No. <laughs> Tom Cruise would be interesting, but no, I'm not going to do totally it. I thought one for you. Who? Stone Cold E.T. No, I'm not doing <laughs> Stone Cold E.T. <laughs> what? Maybe Stone Cold Steve Austin? No. But not Stone Cold E.T. I'm sorry. It's Shit. not going to He's like wetting himself the whole dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no one's saying what to you, dude. What? <laughs> no one's talking to you. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So, um. Can get a White Castle burger? And you're having White Castle for dinner. <laughs> God, no. So, okay. So, Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. Vince McMahon. Uh, who did I say the third one was? Samuel L. Jackson. Um. Let's see. Uh, crap. Why do why does my mind always blank out when I'm trying to I think just of names? Of one I was gonna say and I told I blanked uh, I was gonna do David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Um let's see. The other one would be Oh, that movie guy. Huh? No, I'm not okay that movie with, guy? Yeah, I'm okay with not doing that. Um my fourth one would be Tyler A. Bear. And my fifth one would be Doug. Because I want you guys to join oh, in on this. Cause the we're sixth gonna, one would be Colt Cabana. We're going to have a kick-ass dinner. Uh, we'll make some fajitas. I'll make my friend famous queso. And we'll have a good night. Cool. And we'll play some WWE 2K14. I should have picked Stone Cold ET. I should have picked me. Uh, so, yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> So thank you for the questions, Thomas. Welcome I, back. I, I, love that, I love that Daniel wraps up with the picking us. And then D- and Tyler's immediate regret was, I should have picked Stone Cold ET. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. That means so You're much welcome. to me. 
Uh, yeah, so there you go. So uh, next question we have is from uh, Jonathan Red Robin. Yum. I haven't heard from him in a while, saying, hey, guys, uh, I've been thinking about this for a while, so I figured I'd ask you guys, do you think all the shows other than Raw are almost useless, considering considering they barely uh, help the main storyline, and uh, about half of them just reshow clips from Raw? I think at times, yeah. but I mean... I don't think they're inherently like useless. It's just the way that they use them are useless. I think it's yeah. useful to have a B show mm-hmm. to get a different group of guys over, but they use the, all the shows to 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 focus on the same guys. I mean, even your C show, which is main event, is still having guys who, you know, are pretty focused on on Raw and SmackDown. At least yeah. one of the matches, and that's half your time. Your only real show that's getting over different guys is like your superstars. And if uh, there was a good match on either main event or SmackDown, they just have it on Raw the next week. Yeah, I mean, and, and even if like guys, even if a guy's killing it on Superstars, it doesn't cross over to any of their shows. Mm-hmm. They if you a guy wins every week on Superstars, they put him on the main show. They just jo- act, treat him like a jobber there. Yeah. So it it's not inherently useless. It's just the way they use them is the not, potential is there. They're right. just f- refusing to use to capitalize on it. So, uh, I mean, I, th- I do think there are too many shows, but I, I think you could pare down, but I don't think having just Raw is the best bet either. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks for the question, Red Robin. Uh, next one's coming to us from Sublethal4 saying, uh, since no one's going to do any questions, referring to last week, said, oh, I've got a, I've got a few. Uh, actually, six in all. Um do you th- damn. I know. Uh, do you think Lesnar may drop the title to Rollins if Rollins cashes in the in uh, Money in the Bank after a title match? Uh, no, I think uh, Rollins will cash in on whatever babyface beats Lesnar. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he. There's no way in hell I see Rollins cashing in on Lesnar. Okay. How about you, Tyler? I agree. All right. He's got the babyface heel dynamic is off. Like. Mm-hmm. So, uh, question number two: If Reigns versus Lesnar happens at WrestleMania 31, regardless of who wins, do you think Re- Rollins might be the first to cash in uh, and be the f- or might cash in and be the first to success- successfully cash in at WrestleMania? Uh, if you spend all that time getting Roman Reigns over as a big bad babyface, and he his coming out party is beating Lesnar at Mania, I think you sort of undercut his moment to cash in immediately on him. Yeah. Would be interesting though. I mean, it's certainly possible, but I don't know why you'd want to do that. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Question number three: uh, Is it safe to assume that Dean and Seth are going to have a Hell in a Cell match to finally end the feud, or will it continue or stop sooner? Yeah, I think they'll go to Hell in a Cell and have a Cell match. Oh yeah. hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah for Hell in a Cell. Hell uh, yeah for White Castle burgers. <laughs> Uh, question number four: Should Triple H face Dean Ambrose at WrestleMania 31, face Reigns at an upcoming pay per view, or not compete at all for the next year? There's no way of telling. Like, I mean, if you're gonna seriously look at how they're booking stuff right now, I I don't know how you can make sense of any of that right now. Yeah. I mean, I know there were talks about having Reigns face Triple H uh, for SummerSlam, but obviously those plans did not happen. There's always a chance for him to do it, maybe at Survivor Series or somewhere later down the line. There's, I mean, there's just, just no telling at the moment. Um, how about you, Tyler? Nah. All right. Question number five. Does Brock have a chance of successfully retaining his title through WrestleMania 31, 
or is it just improbability slash impossibility? You mean he wins at Mania and keeps going? Correct. Uh, it's certainly possible, but I don't think it's likely. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, question number six. When Lesnar drops the title at some point, uh, what is there left for him to do? Will he have a go rematch? Away for a little bit. <laughs> will he have his rematch for the title and go for a second huge title reign, or will he retire and be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? Uh, well, I, I certainly think they see him as a WWE Hall of Famer no matter mm. what. Um, I think what he does after he drops the belt depends on who they feed him as challengers in the meantime. Yeah. Um, if there are guys for him to face after he drops the title, I'm sure they can, uh, you know, feud. I don't know. Like, say Brian doesn't get back in time to, to do anything with Lesnar. I think there's I money in a Lesnar-Daniel Bryan feud Hell yeah. uh, after the fact. I mean, shit, he may come back and they may feed him to Brock before Mania. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, it depends on who they give him between now and then. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. So thank you for all the questions. Uh, next question we have is from Steven saying, Oscar nomination for uh, for that Brie and Nikki reenactment. Uh, do you think Lesnar will drop the title to Cena at Night of Pay-Per-Views for their rematch? I just don't see Cena Night losing. Or Night of the Champions for, their, the for the rematch. Uh, I just don't see Cena losing two pay-per-views in a row. You guys... Uh, did have a very good insight and view on how he is the only one who would, that would allow himself to take that beating, but do you think he'd do it twice in a row? Yeah, I think Lesnar is going to beat him again. Uh, no, I don't think he's going to take that beating this this time. I think it will be definitely be a more competitive match, and honestly, I think that's the way it should be. Fair enough. Um, you know, yeah, I think he's going to lose. He's going to lose at Night of Champions. Um, We'll make our official predictions the the week of Night of Champions, but we'll dive into that a little bit more. How about you, Tyler? Yeah, well, yes, what you said. Okay. Uh, next bit of uh, what about answering the question about uh, <coughs> do you think he's going to take the? Uh, do you think he will allow himself to take that ass woman again? He doesn't need to, right? I mean, like he no, he, I, he did that's it. it. I agree with Doug. He don't need to. I think Tyler's fading on us. Sorry, he's starting to get. Yeah. Oh, he's starting to Oh yeah, he's starting to get sick. So. Um, Okay, next uh, next question. I've got two more. Uh, next question is from Jaggy Bab saying, You read my feedback. Thanks a lot, guys. All is forgiven, Tyler. Uh, if you want to read my awesome name again, I was wondering what you guys think of NXT. I really like Tyler Breeze and Sami Zayn, but what do you think? I need to watch it more. Yeah. I don't watch it very often. There was a time I was watching it like nefariously online before it was on the network. I don't currently have the network, and it's not because I don't uh, think it's a good value or I wouldn't want it. It's like, I have uh, some shit internet right now, and I have a pretty shit computer right now. I can't rationalize switching up my internet until I get a decent computer, which I hope to do very soon. But I'm also like kind of one of those guys who goes all in or or nothing. So I'm like looking at like nice, expensive computers. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting one, some. You can get some made, or you huh? get one made. Yeah, I get a custom made. I I'm not even doing that shit. Lots of storage, you lots of do memory. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, I, I'm just a. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at some nice computers. I hope to get one soon. Um, I'm about the same. I we have. I mean, I have the network. I just don't really follow it as much as I probably should. Uh, I make sure to watch their little pay-per-view moments that they've been having, which you know they've put on stellar performances. Uh, Sami Zayn is definitely an up-and-comer for the uh, for the main rosters, so be on the lookout for him. I'm not sold. Tyler Breeze put on a good performance, but I'm not completely sold on him just yet. Um, I haven't, like I said, I haven't been following him a whole lot, so I can't tell you my pros and cons for him. 
But um, yeah, I don't. I know. I know next to nothing about Tyler Breeze other than his like his selfie, like cell phone entrance and whatever. Yeah. I've seen tons and tons and tons of Sami Zayn. Yes, he's awesome. Yes, he's a a, a great underdog baby face. He's mm-hmm. got the goods, and uh, yeah. And I think I think once you know Steen and Kenta and Divot all show up on the NXT <laughs> roster, uh, that's going to get a lot of buzz going about you know that. And that will probably bring the. The good out of the other people in the yeah. roster too. It's gonna it's gonna raise the bar for a lot of the talent there. Um, yeah, like holy shit! Like, so cause it's gonna be a weeding out process. Of yes, what it is. I would think so. Because it's like, all right, guys, we're bringing these guys in. Time to step your game up. Time to show them what you can do. Um, so I think your boy Mojo Raleigh. No, uh, it's gonna be a lot of good times in the coming weeks and months for NXT. Uh, so if you don't have the network, this would probably be the time to start thinking about getting it, because um, you can go back and rewatch them. I, like I said, I haven't been watching NXT. I've mostly just been doing the Twitch stream on Thursday nights. Um, so, when was the last time you watched it? It's been a while. Been you know, like I was, I liked the look of Corey Graves, but I didn't really like him too much in ring. Yeah, I like uh, I like the Ascension. Um, they seem like a pretty cool, powerful power tag team. Um, so maybe we'll see them in the near future on the main roster. We'll have to see, but uh, but yeah, NXT they're doing great stuff there. So uh, a lot of good talent on the horizon. So final question coming to us tonight from Cody saying, is the AJ Page angle the next Trish Mickey James angle, or is it headed a different direction? I mean, like literally, like I think it's. I is think it, the is Mickey... it taking from that story? Like, is that where we're headed? I mean, I think the Mickey like. <laughs> Trish thing was about Mickey actually being obsessed with Trish. Right. And I think this is, this AJ page is just them fucking with each other. Yeah. It's like them getting in each other's Messing with each other's heads. Yeah. So So I think it's different. If you mean literally, is it the same? No. If you mean like figuratively, will it, could it be that in the like broader sense, like a well, or well-remembered women's feud? Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. So... But there you go. So thanks for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions by going to our YouTube page, WNS Video. Also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash WNS Podcast. And Boy, subs- disregard the uh, the previous videos with some cheap ass <laughs> bastards. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. So uh, And also subscribe to us on iTunes <clears throat> by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and uh, Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, Twitter at WNS Podcast, WNS underscore Daniel, Tyler underscore Aber. There you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Doug. And we'll catch you all next week. <laughs>